Awakened Conscious Conversations podcast to help you grow and discover who you are, to develop a deeper, more complete side of yourself via conscious talks, self-love, meditation, and by interviewing some of the most inspiring guests on the planet. shamanichealings.earth for more information. Hello everybody, I'm your host, The Gentle Yoga Warrior, and we are in the last few episodes of season 14. This next guest has stepped in last minute, so I'm greatly appreciative of him. He's been on the show twice before as well. His name is Siva Roshan Sahavaven, and he's one of the top Kundalini yoga teachers in the country. I a teacher, trainer, facilitator, but he's also a very, very gifted healer. And he has joined us on the show today. And we are going to talk about breathing. Welcome to the show, Sir Roshan. Hi, lovely to be back, Jay. For the sake of our guests who haven't heard the other two podcasts that you've been on, can you just give them a brief introduction about yourself? Sure. Yes. Uh, well, I, you could say I've been an avid seeker of the truth for uh, since I was knee high, I suspect. And over the years, I've orientated my life towards this fully and completely. So I teach uh, integrated Kundalini Yoga, co-founder of that um, training school. I'm also the founder of Source Awakened Healing. I work with activations with higher and source energy, masters and angels and various different things and allow that energy to really, uh, you could say, activate the soul. And from that place, people can start to develop the capacity for healing, um, self-healing primarily and also for clients should that be their calling. And um, yeah, lots of other things, but you could say those are my primary two things. Um, my, my main uh, drive is always to you could say connect with the essence, uh, our, our true self, our true nature, the source itself, and in all the wonderful ways in which we can do that. Fantastic. And, 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 and so what a knowledgeable guest we have on the show today. The show. So, so Roshan, I asked you on the show today because we're going to talk about breathing correct breathing and how it kind of affects our being, not just on a physical level, on an emotional level, and a spiritual level so first of all what would you say correct breathing is and why you think it's so important for people to master i think correct breathing would be breathing that is very natural to the individual um i think it's one has to be a little bit careful about being overly prescriptive uh, because everyone has a slightly different body shape everyone has a slightly different uh, backstory um but correct breathing, I think, is original. Yeah. If you were to go back to uh, a child when we're first uh, coming to this world, we're doing original breathing, uh, which classically in the yogic speak is uh, belly breath. So the, the breath descends naturally to the, the lower diaphragm and creates space, which has this sense of the abdomen expanding, and the di- upper diaphragm starts to dance with the lower diaphragm. with this really natural original breath um, and then life takes over 
And um, we start to realize the breath is one of the most key things that uh, you could say presents the mind-body-emotion link. And the, the breath is uh, so key to show how that's working or not working. I, I like that a lot. Because I've noticed in myself, and I'm sharing this because I'm sure it's of relevance to our listeners, is that when I feel the most stressed is when I'm not breathing correctly. I've kind of gone into this kind of flighty, fight or flight, upper body breath. From hearing what you've said, then do you believe we all have the ability to use our full lung capacity? And if so, why don't we? I, I, I really do believe that is a possibility. And I think, you know, the, the full classical yogic breath, as you articulated, um, where we, you know, we're meant to be breathing deeper, but we tend to be too shallow. So our chest tends to expand and we don't allow the breath to recede deep inside of us. I think the, the capacity to unlock that comes from the capacity to unlock the underlying emotions. And you could say one could use the word trauma, one could use um, challenges that are stopping us from breathing because that is the the root of it and um, the technique you can keep applying techniques and they can be helpful for sure um, but if we can decouple the the emotional uh, trigger then we're going to make really deep and consistent progress you know when you're not fighting two battles you're just you're taking away the cause and then we'll come back to the first point we come back to the original breath because the the breath will want to 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 connect um, to its source, and maybe I'll come on to that a little bit later. Uh, because the breath is a tether to our original nature and our true self. I like that a tether to our original nature, and perhaps then the trials and tribulations of life kind of disconnect us from our kind of original nature, and hence, as children, we breathe so elegantly, and then kind of the emotion the trauma kind of kind of collapses a way of breathing so my question to you is to to release the kind of trauma or whatever it is the psychological reason for us not taking the full breath do you think yoga energy healing techniques are are a kind of great stepping stone to help that process and if so what would you recommend to someone starting out absolutely yeah i think um the first thing you know when you're when you come to uh sometimes you don't even know it's the breath that's causing something and, and so a yoga class what that will do will put you into a space where you're you're going to be working in a way that's going to help you and one of the great things about attending an integrated kundalini class is it's within that short period of time you're forming practices that quite quickly and effectively decouple you from uh you could say the the traumatic cause or the emotional attachment to our present being and it, you could say takes you out of the game or the narrative that we're playing that's affecting our breathing. So yeah, the techniques are great because you know, you know, coming to a, a yoga class, you will develop your diaphragm, you will develop your breath capacity. But what I think is probably less 
talked about is actually when you complete a yoga class, you are really working through the nervous system. You're you're letting go of a lot of stuff, consciously and unconsciously. And when that goes, the breath just naturally follows. It, it's that it's almost like we don't have to teach breath. Yeah, if we were just to be, you know, if we really relax, we're breathing pretty well. It's that a lot of time we're very, very, very rarely relaxed. And when we relax, and if someone was just to say, you realize you're breathing from your belly now. <laughs> so that's the one way to look at it. The other way is to say, consciously direct people to um, breathe into areas which they're so forgotten because their stress levels are so high that they're so naturally breathing shallow. So by just drawing their awareness, breathing deeper, um, you open up the capacity for them to say, "Various, hey, yeah, this is fantastic," and you you get some buy-in to doing it, uh, and you can you suddenly realise, you know, that person coming to yoga class has an investment in coming. They see the benefit, and that benefit is directly impacting their life, so they keep coming. Likewise, with energy healing, it's so it's less prescriptive, but it's working more in a, as it's per name, its energy level to decouple uh, some of these emotional entanglements that are so directly linked to our shallowness of breath. When they go, we become more free. You know, everything tension in the body releases, and the breath becomes more easily received. As you say that, what came to me was like breath signifies abundance. And sometimes for whatever reason, we may have either receiving or releasing because some people can favor the inhalation, but they kind of don't want to do the exhalation so much. Or some people have difficulty in having the inhalation and can let go uh, quite easily. So from, from my journey, I found the pranayama, the yoga practices have kind of really helped to bring that awareness of realizing which one I actually kind of have favored and how to bring that back in to balance. Would you say that was a valid point? Absolutely. I think the breath tells a massive story. And I love the way that you share the awareness of the inhale and the awareness of the exhale, because they are such subtle ways that we don't really appreciate how life is in a way if we were to really just look at our breath we could tell a story and one of the things the other thing what the breath is pointing to is it's it's the lever that can de- that can connect us to the to the balance of our mind and it again we when you if the inhale is if the inhale is strong and full and complete, and the exhale isn't such, then um, if we have enough awareness and we just then say, and we can create us enough of a space to just reflect on our lives, we may well see that there is an inability to, to fully let go deeply. Uh, and there's a psychological and mental aspect in for that. Uh, and just by balancing the breath, we can certainly affect the mind most, most powerfully. That makes absolute sense to me. And as as we speak, this time is coming into the season of Vata, which is from the Ayurvedic tradition, is kind of like the sister science of yoga, or that's my interpretation of it. And Vata is made up of air and ether, and it's a great time of creativity and flow. But for me, I feel it's a key time to really kind of try and 
nail the breath will bring more awareness to the breath. For any of our listeners listening today, do you have any tips where they can just start to practice to become aware of the breath during this batter season and beyond? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the simplest powers of the breath is is the, the capacity of breath to, to take into deep levels of absorption or concentration. One way is to simply watch its journey. Yeah, as the breath comes into the nostrils, there's a very, very delicate sense as it enters. You literally will feel it uh, uh, as a flow of air. If you can get subtle enough, you just feel it. And then you can have a sense of its journey. You know, it's, it's still journeying. It's going into your lungs and it's going, in, it's going down your throat, it's going to your lungs and it's now inflating your lungs. And there's this a real precise awareness of, this breath and what it's doing and it's carrying this life force that keeps you alive and just giving you some awareness just to watch it taking space within you and then that magical moment i think this is the connection to ether actually the vata and ether is the moment between the breaths is the is the divine grace is the ether landing is the is the moment of nothingness uh, as you transition to the exhale and so the ether and air connection is so poignant at that transition. And then the exhale happens and it's leaving the lungs out through the, through the throat, out through the nostrils again, and then sense that breath as it leaves its quality, its temperature, everything. And if you can just sit and watch the breath like this, if you're just sitting in a chair, if you're traveling, you'll be surprised how powerful it is. And there's no technique where you just find yourself naturally breathing longer and deeper. Yeah, and no one has told you anything. Just through simply watching the divine breath and what it does, just giving it some love and care and giving it some attention is amazing what it can do for you. Oh, I like that a lot. So that's a really good one for our listeners to practice in their spare time. So Sifarosha. I understand that you have been doing some workshops recently on on yoga and also on healing. Would you like to share a bit about them with our listeners? And I believe some of the stuff you do is online, so that can have appealed to our international listeners as well. I, I love to teach workshops. You know, life has been quite busy of late, so it's not been something I've been able to do uh, as much as I'd like. But it's great to start to to start to land a few of them coming up. So the one that's uh, coming up, I have my regular Masters and Angels. Um, yeah, I think next one is on the 19th, Sunday, the 19th of November, at East of Eden, Walthamstow. And uh, it's 4 to 5.30. And it's a great community space to come and really connect to the capacity and our ability to heal, to receive insight and to channel and connect to these amazing beings of light and to source energy itself um, in a really highly co-creative space that opens you up to the potential that is within us and that's normally uh, i try to run that every month if i can and the next one coming up will be at tri yoga camden on the 17th of december uh, it's a build-up towards the the winter solstice the longest night uh, and it's not all doom and gloom because the day after the light starts to begin its journey of ascendant uh, but it's not quite on the on the sources, but it's going to prepare uh, people for this. Yeah, it's uh, 
17th, the last big workshop I'll do before our little break. And it will be a, a, a Kundalini, integrated Kundalini career based workshop with a little bit of magic added in just to um, help um, this transition at the deepest point of the year and how we're going to um, bring, start our journey on the way up. So that's what's immediately on the horizon right now in terms of work. It sounds all great stuff. And if I'm a listener, I'm, I'm interested in any of that. Could you please share your website? Absolutely. So my, my website is my name, civilocean.co.uk. Um, and uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's civilocean at, at 11. Instagram. So if you want to join me or follow me, that would be great. Oh, fantastic. I'll make sure I put the, the website on the show notes as well. Just one final question. And thank you so much for stepping in last minute for me like this. Not that you are anyway the consolation prize. I think I got the prize by getting to interview you today right now. And it's it's been absolutely fantastic. Whatever pops into your heart, but is there anything that you wished everybody in the world knew? That peace is always with them, regardless what might be happening in the world there is a moment in you that will always uh, have a capacity to touch peace to touch joy because it never leaves absolutely never i love that i love that so capacity to always touch peace and joy and it never leaves us it's, it's, if only we remembered that so but thank you for reminding us today So as always, listeners, there will be a meditation inspired by our talk today with the amazing guest, Siva Roshan Sarvavan, whose website I will leave in the show notes. But that's over from me, over to the meditation now. But I just want to say thank you very much, Siva Roshan, for joining us today. You're welcome. It's great to be on again, Jay. Have a great day. As promised, here is your meditation inspired by today's show top tips for the meditation is either sit nice and cross-legged on the floor with a nice straight back always nice to sit on a block or a cushion or that's not available for you you sit in a chair with the back nice and straight the important thing is you're not slouching and if you're doing something that requires you concentration all you need to do is just pause this and you can reconvene the meditation at a time that is good for you If you're doing the meditation, let's begin. Meditation. So we're going to do a meditation in two minutes. And it's just a very simple meditation, but I think it will be of great effect. So as you close the eyes, you just imagine that your breath reaches all the way down to the toes. As you inhale softly through the nose, you allow the breath to flow. You allow the breath to go right down to your toes and as you exhale you feel the breath travel all the way back up out through the nose as you feel comfortable with letting things go freedom as it lets goes and then you inhale and you use your imagination again to feel as if the breath reaches now all the way down to the toes right down to the toes the breath reaches 
And as you exhale, it travels all the way back up as you let go and let it free out of the nose. And then you inhale the abundance of possibilities as you allow the breath to be free, inhaling through the nose. Perhaps it reaches to the toes in your imagination. And as perhaps as you exhale, you just let it go. Let it go some more. Let it go with the flow. Surrender. Inhale, allow, exhale, surrender. And then softly place the hands just around your floating ribs or the lower part of the ribs on your body. And as you inhale, you feel as if the breath fills that area. And you can feel like your kind of lungs expanding like balloons. And as you exhale, you let it all go again. Continue a bit longer. Inhale, feel the breath. And as you exhale, feel the breath a little bit more. And as you let it go. One more time together, but feel free to do this for longer if need be. Inhale deeply. Feel as if the breath reaches the whole of the body. And as you exhale, just allow it to be. As you slowly now come back into the moment, come back into the room with the knowledge that whenever you feel a little bit overwhelmed or stressed, just observe the breath and just think, can I make it more meaningful? So I hope this was of value to you. And thanks again to Sivarosa and Sarvaven for jumping in last minute. And I will put his details in the show notes. So thank you over and out. So thank you so much, dear listeners, for taking the time to listen and support our show today. And if you want any more information on what we have to offer, check out shamanichealings.earth for more information. 